This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm great. It's uh, It's been an eventful week, you know, here at the here at the shop. We, man. Um, we've had a, had a lot going on, a lot of events recently, and uh, uh, excited about Celtic Fest coming up, which is, is great. Yeah, what, uh, uh, when is Celtic Fest? Man, so it's a second weekend in September. Second so, weekend in September. Uh, actually, when this episode comes out, it'll be two days after that. So, oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's September, what is that, the 9th, I believe? Ah, so that's this, that's this. Uh, week yeah that's right that's i am right. not prepared uh, like i'm not prepared in the slightest yeah you don't have your kilt yet or no, your, uh, will you be busting out the kilt oh i'll, I'll have my kilt back yeah. in the it, day it'll be it'll be washed and pressed you know the apprentice formerly known as tim used to wear a kilt do you think he would caleb the uh caleb the intern will be wearing kilt i don't i don't i don't know i don't think caleb the intern has a kilt yet oh i think we can kickstart that but we might yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he would probably be up for that yeah. oh man <laughs> No, that's awesome. All right, well, man, Celtic. Will y'all be? Uh, will you be representing the Celtic Fest? Of course. Uh, yeah, have a booth there, and uh, we'll be out there all day, and uh, probably, as is tradition, sell a uh, ton of corn cob. Or I'm sorry, of uh, of uh, church church warden wardens. church warden pipes. Yeah, yeah man. I remember so. uh, the first year y'all did that. I went out there and smoked my por- corn. Or <laughs> you got me doing it. Right. My, my church warden. Uh, just trying to like you know give it a little bit of sex appeal. Just standing yeah. out there with my church warden, being like, "That's right. You too could look like this five five fat man." <laughs> <laughs> hey, to your credit, you've lost some weight since That's then. true. That's, That's true. And, and kept it off. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, kind of. I got, got it off and I got some of it back. Not all of it. It's, it's, it's good. I feel I feel pretty good about where I am yeah. right now. Yeah, it's good. Celtic Fest is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. you know, I think in the past, we've, we, I've gone, I've tried to take a couple of pictures. We tried to do Twitter thing. Uh, uh, what do you even call it? Uh, Periscope. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. We tried that last year. It didn't work, but I don't think Periscope was really working on networks. So maybe maybe we'll be able to do it this year. Yeah. Uh, and do a little Periscope from uh, from the booth because I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, though. Think uh, Renaissance Fair, but with a heavy focus on places like Scotland, Ireland, uh, you know, places like that. Was it last year that I stumbled by the booth after the whiskey tasting? Or was that the year before that? I think that's every year, Bo. It might have been. <laughs> it may be. Let's be honest. It may be. Well, hey, guys, we've got a great show planned for you tonight. Yeah. Uh, we've got an amazing guest we're about to uh, uh, talk about here in just a second. But before we do that, we want to encourage you to do two things for us. The first one is to go to uh, country, uh, facebook.com slash Radio. Check out the event that we have coming up. Country Squire Radio live from New Orleans. That's be right. there October 22nd. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, the other thing that we want to encourage you to do is support the sponsors of the show, like the good folks at Bean Fruit Coffee. If you go to beanfruit.com, you can actually find some amazing coffee roasts, uh, some amazing coffee blends over there. It's, it's, That's right. Uh, Paul Bonds is the uh, the roaster, and he does some amazing work. You know, they've got a beautiful website. i got to figure out who actually does their website. They really do, yeah. It's it, incredible. It's solid work. I, matter of fact, I love all of uh, Paul's graphics that they use at Bean Fruit. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of the entire... Uh, inspiration of that. Even the name, I, I think, is is really lovely. But y- you buy their uh, tobacco course in in bags that you would expect from uh, also from their coffee. Any any roaster, not uh, just yeah, their tobacco. Yeah, yeah, they they, uh, <laughs> they don't have any tobacco. They, they don't. 
don't. Yeah, right. they, they don't. But but each each bag actually, uh, of course, uh, you know, is uh, is marked uh, with the roast date of this particular blend, Dude. which is nice. So uh, handwritten on the bag, yeah. and um, yeah, just a just a, a great variety of blends. My what what's your favorite? My favorite is the Crimson Stamp. You know, I like the Ethiopia. You like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, if you haven't checked it out, you should. We're talking some great small batch stuff. Beanfruit.com. Use the code CSR at checkout. Get yourself five percent off and help this show out when you do it. All right. Tonight, we've got an awesome guest, Max Stokeby. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we're talking royalty here. Within the pipe world. Yeah. With, uh, right here at the Country Squire. I mean, yeah, within the pipe world. I mean, like, you know, look, York is something of a regal name, but that doesn't, <laughs> like, the name Stokeby takes you a lot further than the name York. Man, does. It, 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 <laughs> now, nowadays, nowadays that's, it that's does. True. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so look, there's a great guy. He was actually, of course, in the shop. Um, several weeks back, uh, you got a chance to sit down with them, That's uh, right. have a chat. We've got a, we've got the audio here for you guys to enjoy. Uh, if you're not familiar at all with the Stokeby legacy, my guess is this is your first time listening to this podcast. Uh, but more importantly, we, we encourage you to, to sit back, relax, listen to the, the story of the, uh, of, of Max, his family, and of course what he's doing today in the, uh, in the pipe world. Yep. That's it. Well, Hey, uh, this is John David Cole here at the country squire and man, I have a, the pleasure of, um, having a good friend of mine, uh, Max Stokeby here to, uh, to join us at the shop today. Max, uh, came in town for a blending event that we're going to do on Saturday and, uh, on his way passing through and, um, man, what's, uh, what's going on? How you doing, man? I'm great, John David. And, uh, just want to say thanks for, uh, having me here at your awesome store. Things are good. Things are good. Obviously the industry is going through some changes right now, but, uh, it's an interesting time. Yeah, I I, I, I would say. <laughs> oh man, yeah, a lot of lot of wild and uh, uh, new new blazes to trail, uh, new new past to past to blaze. I guess if I can get that out right. So um, yeah, I know we've got a lot of a lot of movement going on in the pipe industry right now. But um, man, so glad you could could come by the shop, and um, it's always good to bump into you. There um there are a lot of good people in the pipe industry. But there are uh, there are some some people that uh, just have a really great spirit about them that I think really stand out. You're one of those folks, and of course, uh, being a Stokeby, you're uh, very much tied into the kind of the legend of the pipe industry and all that stuff. I know you probably get tired of hearing that sometimes, but uh, yeah, man, uh, we just kind of wanted to sit down and talk a little bit. Of course, you're the you're the rep uh, for our part of the country for Lane and Scandinavian Tobacco Group, so you represent some of the best selling brands, of course, in America. In this part of the world, all the all the lane stuff, we think of One Q and BCA and HGL and uh, you know Crown Achievement and so many others. But then also the the STG stuff as well. So uh, you know all the Peter Stoke would be greats that we think of, the Luxury Bullseye Flake and Navy Flake and things like Orlick Golden Slice and uh, Escudo and all those kinds of things too. Captain Black too. You're, you're repping your Captain Black shirt uh, today. So uh, man, tell us about kind of what you do a little bit. Well, John David, I uh, travel across the southeast, as you mentioned. Um, I'm one of our reps. Um, you know, certainly I, I try to promote our tobaccos to the best of my ability. But um, I think also more than that, um, what I really enjoy about it is establishing relationships such as the one that we have right now, um, meeting a ton of great people. It's a lot of travel. But, uh, you know, certainly if, if the end goal is uh, helps you sleep at night and... Uh, let you go to sleep with a smile on your face, so to say, then uh, I think it's all worth it. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy what I'm doing. Got a great team of people that I work with, and uh, uh, I really enjoy this part of the job, certainly, the, the socializing and hanging out and uh, smoking a good 
good bowl of pipe tobacco. I mean, that's yeah. that's hard to complain about yeah. uh, for a living. Yeah, it's a it's a good uh, it's a pretty good gig. I, I must say, being able to come to a place every day and um, uh, smoke with uh, with some very interesting people is uh, it, it's a it's a great way to spend your time and make some cash. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, how long have you been with Lane? I've been with them two years. Um, you know, as you mentioned, the the family history certainly growing up. Um, Pipe tobacco was always relevant. You know, I, I remember from uh, when I was a very young kid, uh, my dad's car always smelled extraordinary because <laughs> there was always pipe tobacco either being smoked in it or, or around. Um, so, you know, it's something that I've grown up with. And uh, along the way, uh, my, my parents and uh, uh, my grandparents, you know, they opened up doors and, and opportunities. And uh, I was never pushed through to do anything, which is fantastic. Um, but, uh, you know, they presented opportunities, and I stepped through those doors, and uh, here we are now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've been with the company two years and uh, really enjoying it. Sort of, uh, like you said, trailblazing here a little bit, um, making a, trying to make, make something out of the, the, the pipe tobacco industry for myself. That's, that's great. And you're, you're um, uh, what's interesting, you, of course, you live in North Carolina. Um, and Lane is based in Atlanta in America. Is that right? So right outside of Atlanta. Tucker, Tucker, Georgia. Yeah. Tucker, exactly. Tucker, Georgia. So, um, but you're originally from Denmark. Is that correct? And, uh, you don't, you don't sound like you're from Denmark, which I always think is funny. And of course you have this funny last name and you come to a place like the South and like, well, what kind of name is that boy? You know, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I mean, you grew up mostly, um, well there, but then I guess as a relatively young person came to the States, right? Yeah, I was uh, 11 years old when we moved here from Denmark, and uh, certainly initially uh, there was some culture shock, you know, going from a, a little uh, you know, liberal Danish town <laughs> to a big city Charlotte, you know, in the Bible Belt. Right, um, right. But, uh, you know, I appreciate what you said about the accent being non-existent. Um, certainly even when we lived in Denmark, you know, I was taught English in school, and even before then, um, you know, having my granddad Peter... Uh, and Ben to Stokeby. Living in California, we would go visit them. So I knew all the basics. Hello, please, my name is, yes, <laughs> no. Um, now I can't hide it, though, because I say things like, how y'all doing? And I love my grits. So <laughs> That's fantastic. And to, to your uh, fellow uh, Danish back home, it's probably kind of terrifying, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because when I go home now and I'm speaking Danish with them, they'll, they'll tell me, you know, wow, you have a thick American accent. And I deny it. I deny it completely. And I still do. It's untrue. If you know right. any Danes, it's completely untrue. Right. I, you know, it's funny. We went, uh, of course, to the, well, I, I got to go to the Chicago Pipe Show. I think the Lane Company was actually putting you to work. You weren't, you weren't able to go to Chicago this past year, but um, the... You know, after English at Chicago, uh, probably the second most common language I heard spoken was Danish. And, and I, I've just never interacted, I don't think, with as many uh, Danes in my life. So it, it just goes to show you kind of the incredible um, heritage that uh, Denmark has had as far as uh, really high-quality pipe tobacco blending. and Or tobacco in general, really. You think about all, you know, some of the greatest uh, blends uh, of any stripe that have come out across the world. So many of them were developed in in Denmark. So, um, do you get back home often, <laughs> Max? Uh, yeah, I, I, I was, uh, uh, boy, time flies, doesn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I was going back often. It, it was, uh, you know, once every year and then that became, you know, 
a little longer and a little longer, and now it's been uh, about uh, six years since I've been back. So, uh, wow. yeah, and, and you know, I, I certainly have family and cousins and uncles there. So, uh, planning a trip soon there to, to get back. Can I come with you? <laughs> That's no obligation. <laughs> um, but yeah, certainly, you know, it's always nice to go home and sort of reconnect. But um, now that my roots are a little muddled, you know, I, I also uh, have a strong connection to North Carolina and Charlotte. So uh, yeah. it's interesting. But uh, yeah. certainly there are times where I feel like a stranger in the southeast yeah. with my Danish upbringing <laughs> and, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. That's 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 awesome, man. Um, man, so cool. I love that, you know, you had obviously you're around tobacco growing up and you're around the pipe industry coming along. But uh, it was never one of those things you've said to me multiple times that was ever forced on you. It was kind of something that, you know, the opportunities were there and you knew people in the industry. But uh, it was, if it was something you wanted to do, you could do it. And obviously, you, uh, you know, loved it enough, had enough of it in your blood to kind of step into that that realm and, and take off. And you're um, you're only 27. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so spring chicken, baby, just 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 young and young and green, right? Ready to ready to sling some pipe tobacco out there, and, right now. That, that's right. That's right. Oh uh, man, it's just it's awesome because um, you know, of course, you come to shops like ours, tucked away in the south, and call on shops all over the country. But um, there is that element of you're you know you're the lane guy and you're the uh, Scandinavian tobacco group guy, so you get to represent all these great brands. But but you know you're also you know it's there's a family heritage thing here, and so. Um, what is it like, you know, for folks to kind of, you know, come up to you and say, Hey, I've, you know, I've been smoking your family's tobacco forever. Um, I know I can imagine sometimes it gets kind of old, but like, it's probably got to feel pretty good, huh? It's, it's definitely an honor, JD. I mean, uh, you know, to come from a family with such pedigree and lineage, um, it, it does leave big uh, footprints to be filled, for sure. Um, but, you know, you, you try not to, to focus on that. Uh, I try to, as I mentioned earlier, blaze my own trail and, right. and, uh, and do my own thing. But uh, there are certainly times where, uh, where uh, mentioning the last name has helped me out in situations uh, with, with customers that, uh, you know, otherwise uh, didn't know who I was or, uh, or things of that nature. But, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, it's... It's it's uh, it's open doors and opportunities and and you know I have my parents to thank for that certainly, um, but but I always thought um, and I still think this to this day that in the pipe tobacco industry um, and a lot of the tobacco industry um, there aren't that many bad eggs. Right. I, I really don't think there are. I mean I, I've met so many people that work in this industry my whole life and I can probably count on one hand, um, you know how many people. Uh, weren't weren't genuine yeah nice people yeah so yeah they're um it's a tight-knit community obviously as we've become you know over the decades a little smaller of an industry it's it's become a lot more tight-knit and uh we take care of our own and there's a lot of uh you know we stick together and support one another and all that and that's uh it it is pretty remarkable the quality of people that that are in the pipe industry so yeah, I have, have to have to agree. Um, I mean, obviously, you work for Lane, and y'all represent a lot of tobaccos. Um, tell us kind of about, you know, what's going on at Lane and Scandinavian Tobacco Group. Um, you know, what's new? I know y'all have come out with a few interesting things in uh, recent months here. And, um, you know, just tell us about kind of some of the stuff that y'all are, y'all are pushing right now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so one of our latest uh, Lane bulks is uh, Lane Dark Red. Um, it's... Uh, 
picture uh, BCA or, or Black Cavendish, if you will. Right. Um, and the twist on this is instead of leaning more towards vanilla flavor, it's got uh, a nice uh, cherry taste to it. So it, it's a it's a black uh, a black cherry, if you will, um, Black Cavendish cherry. It smokes very smooth and cool, similar to BCA if you smoke it by itself. Um, and sort of on the after note, as you exhale, you catch those hints of cherry. It's absolutely delicious. Um, uh, in the tin front, we just launched Anduyo, which is actually very exciting, um, I think. It's uh, a tobacco that's been smoked in the Dominican for hundreds of years. It's pressed in a palm leaf. Um, and down there in the Dominican, they either smoke it straight or they... Uh, or, or they, uh, they chew on it, actually. And so what we did is we uh, added a little bit of Latakia and Black Cavendish to it, um, and it, it smokes really, really well um, and certainly tastes interesting. Um, it, it's a great tobacco, but it's just very cool to bring a, a new type of pipe tobacco to the, to the industry. You know, it's, it's not uh, an aromatic with a new flavor or, uh, you know, a, a stronger English or a weaker English or a new uh, Virginia Perique, um, it's it's Anduyo. But it looks so fascinating to me, this interesting uh, cigar leaf, I guess, uh, that I am not familiar with, to be honest. And um, bringing that into the new, you know, into a new pipe blend and uh, just seeing where that goes off, I, I love the, you know, innovative thinking there. And, um, you know, I, I just, I think it's really awesome. So do, is that open, is that available for purchase now? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, that That is available Uh at the retail level, yeah. You smoke a pipe too, um, and uh, I, I know you're around tobacco all the time. So, um, but uh, give us the give us an overview of some of your favorites, some of your personal kind of go tos, whether it's you know some of your blends or brands or or uh, or not. Uh, if if discussing those things won't get you fired, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that should be an issue, JD. Um, the folks at Lane are great, so I, I imagine it wouldn't be. <laughs> we're, we're taking a plunge on this one. Yeah, that's right. No, um, I, I, I hate to sound cliche, but one Q is yeah. is good uh, yeah. all times of the day. Um, at the end of the day, when I'm when I'm sitting down and I'm beat and I really want to relax a little bit, if I have a glass of scotch or something, uh, Crown Achievement or, or any yeah. any strong English really uh, satisfies my craving. But you know, it's interesting. I was just having this conversation with another gentleman in your shop. Uh, it's hard for me to peg myself on one type of tobacco that I yeah. enjoy. Really, it's uh, it's it's similar to food cravings almost with me. You know, one day I'm feeling pizza, the other day I need a salad, the right. next day I want a steak. You know, it's the same with tobacco, man. Yeah. It's uh, sometimes a uh, Virginia Perique sounds right up my alley. Orly Golden Slice is what I need. Um, right. Sometimes I don't want that at all. <laughs> but, you know, a, a Burlian Light without a bite is, uh, it, it's kind of funny. But I, I'm all over the place, man. And, and I know that's, uh, I'm not trying to dodge the question. But, no, uh, that's okay. But really, really, it's, uh, I'm not a picky eater, and I'm not a picky smoker. <laughs> well, well put, sir. Well put. You're kind of like me in that regard, in that, um, you know, I, of course, I'm eating up with ADD, and I can't sit still anyway. And my pipe tobacco uh, smoking decisions follow that very regularly. You know, I can't, I can't commit to one thing. You know, it's hard for me to, um, to relate to the folks that have come in our shop for literally 40 years and bought, you know, the same pound of Cherokee or uh, Flambeau or Cornishman that they've come in and gotten for, for every week for, you know, decades. And I, I have trouble relating with that because I'm always over the map bouncing, you know, so I, 
I, I definitely get it. There's different um, different times of day that I uh, need a different you know flavor or you know uh, experience or something like that. So I understand. But um, man, it's good. I I know you get to see a lot of uh, pipe shops and uh, and and you know cigar shops that sell pipe tobacco and stuff like that. So you probably come across tobaccos all the time. Um, what what are just some of the interesting stories you have though from the road? Like I mean, it, have you bumped into any I don't know different tobacco shops or uh people in different shops that you've met that just kind of stand out kind of just tell us a little bit about about what it's like to be on the road some yeah certainly you meet interesting people um traveling across the southeast uh mostly for the better and have have you been offered any roadkill stew yet <laughs> we won't talk about that here no um no, I mean, uh, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier. It's really uh, great people that I get to, to deal with from for a living, um, and that's certainly a very fortunate thing in my life. But, um, yeah, you meet some characters. Um, yeah. You know, certainly there's uh, uh, guys from uh, deep deep in New York, born and raised with thick accents, right. you know, right. um, interesting background stories. I'm not going to name drop anybody here, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you've heard stories about guys, uh, uh, living in Florida and, and moving trucks of bananas and right. uh, just right. <laughs> out, out there stuff. Um, are, are we sure they were bananas? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, uh, insert, <laughs> insert another noun there, but, right. uh, right. Oh yeah, you you meet some interesting people, and um, you know a lot of them have uh, met my father and my grandfather too. So it's always fun to hear stories about them uh, hanging out with Peter and Eric, and uh, right. certainly stories about hanging out with uh, Peter are always pretty fun. He uh, he knew how to have a good time, um, so you know you, you get some fun stories there, and instead of smoke a cigar or. or a, a pipe with with uh, you know a store owner and, and hearing about their stories with my granddad is, is fascinating and that's cool. It is. It is. Did you um did you know your grandfather? Yes. Yeah, I did. Did he pass away? Um, how long ago was that? Can you remember? Yeah, that was back in oh five. Okay. Um. So it's uh yeah. What was he? What was he like as a man? I, I think a lot of people you know we've smoked his tobacco for years. Can you just um. I don't know a few sentences kind of kind of describe Peter Stokeby. Sure, yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I haven't met anybody that wasn't Peter's best friend that knew him. Yeah. Um, and the interesting thing is, is it was very genuine, um, and I think that's why people felt that way because he was a very genuine guy. He meant what he said. Um, he, he didn't like to uh, he didn't like to beat around the bush about things. He, he was a direct man. Um, a genuine man, so um, it, it's touching to hear uh, people's sentiment on my grandfather. That's cool. so, yeah, that's that's really cool. I know it's special, and um, of course, your your dad followed in the industry too, and um, he's got his own thing now, making uh, really you know top quality tobaccos and beautiful pipes. And uh, as a matter of fact, we uh, spot he was gracious enough to sponsor you know several episodes of the country squire radio we loved uh the uh you know opportunity to interact some with him too so um really cool man but um uh we're, we are excited about the future of the pipe industry and uh you know obviously have a lot a lot vested in it but believe in it too you know believe in the community of it we were talking here earlier as we were, we were eating some delicious pizza for lunch just uh you know the the beauty of what we do is we, we love tobacco and we love pipes but 
you know, we're this is a relationship industry. We're committed to the business, but we're committed even more to the people, and uh, and and that's that's what makes this fun for for me. And I know you feel the, the same way about it. Um, so, man, that's great, um, dude. Thanks for coming on the show with us. Um, I have to ask, like, it, you know, we always ask folks this as kind of a parting thing when we have them on, but um, if you could smoke a pipe with anyone in history, whether they smoked a pipe or not, uh, who would that person be? Uh, hands down, Cleopatra. Wow, I've never gotten that answer before, yeah. and you immediately knew the answer. Oh yeah. So, so why? Well, that's just sort of my go-to on every. If you could do something with a person in history, I think she's just a fascinating woman. That that's awesome. I've never, I've never even. I mean, I, I probably haven't heard the name Cleopatra since I was in, uh, <laughs> since I was in high school. So, dude, more power to you. I think that's great. Uh, you know, she was. It, that'd probably be a fun conversation. Yeah, yeah. You don't know what to do with that one, huh? <laughs> you kind of threw me a curveball there, dude. I thought I was putting you on the spot, and now I feel really uncomfortable. And, kind of shifting in my seat here a little bit so uh, man dude that's that's great uh well brother any parting thoughts or anything we're, we're glad you uh, got to stop by the squire well no i, I just want to say thanks again for having me today jd um always love hanging out with you guys um so uh yeah uh, like i said we'll be we'll be smoking pipe tobacco tomorrow and we'll be smoking it in the future so it's great Thanks for having me. Dude, Max, thanks for coming on. Uh, Max Stokeby uh, with uh, Lane and Scandinavian Tobacco Group. What a great interview, man. Man, I, I, I had such a good time talking to Max. It's one of those things where uh, every time I interact with them, I'm just always encouraged by uh, the quality of people that are in the pipe community. And uh, and he, of course, exemplifies that. He's just a good guy, comes from a great family, and uh, believes in the products he represents. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, is very honest about, uh, you know, his opinions and all that, but, but also... Uh, you know, it represents some really super stuff and, uh, and is good at what he does. So. Yeah, man. I mean, just a great representation for, for STG and Lane and, uh, you know, they, they make great quality products. It's one of the, it's one of the things where there are so many great people in, in the pipe world. And like yep. you said, he, he is just one of them yep. and, uh, honored to, uh, to call him a, a friend of the show and, uh, look, hope, hoping to get a chance to see him. You know, he'd mentioned possibly even making it out to new Orleans for the, he did. Uh, yeah, that's right. For the, for the live show there. So, uh, if you have not gotten a chance to, to meet Max and if you hadn't had a chance to meet <laughs> Max, uh, you absolutely should come out uh, for that as well. If that's, if, if we're not a reason enough for you to come out to October, that's right. On October 22nd to new Orleans. That's right. Uh, Max Stokeby, he, he should be. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, come out for that. And Hey, you know, speaking of great people in the, uh, in the pipe world, you know, we've got some great people that help make this show happen and that's, that's right. the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. We, of course, are big fans of the folks at Missouri Meerschaum and their corncob pipes and uh, very high quality pipes, uh, value price. So it's something that is affordable for anyone. Uh, and like we talked about last week, you know, these Dude. are pipes that uh, you can actually buy and smoke as is or you can uh, you can modify and, and and do some cob foolery of yourself. Can we just can we just say it? We geeked out last week. No, it was awesome. Like, <laughs> we geeked out on Missouri Meerschaum, their amazing corn cob pipes, and what you can do with them. Yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. Like that's just I'm, I'm still kind of in in that kind of like buzz a little bit. We found about, a, a corn cob pipe with Darth Vader on it. I, can I tell you? I, and, I, and and like bamboo and stuff. I have purchased stems. Yeah. To do some custom work. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, in it. Have you really? I'm in it now. I didn't realize. That's awesome, man. I, I, got, I got an entire bag of them. Like, I've got <laughs> more than I need. But, like, I, I, it's, yes. So Game I'm, on, baby. Look, I'm in it. And, look, the great thing is there's so many great uh, corncob pipes from Missouri Meerschaum to, you can do custom jobs, or, of course, you can smoke them. That's right. Because they are excellent smokes. You know, we've uh, we've talked about our, our favorites in the past, but the pipe that is actually representing the show tonight is one of, uh, from the uh, Cobbett series. Okay. Uh, or, yeah, the Cobbett series. 
which is the wizard. The wizard, yeah. It's probably the best selling of all the uh, of all the corncob pipes in that series. Yeah. You know, the wizard's one of these pipes that as I get like geek out about wanting to customize some of these. I couldn't touch the wizard. It's like it's, it's kind of already perfect. done. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, of course, uh, all the Cobbett series pipes they've got uh, long stems. You've kind of got the idea of the uh, you know Hobbit is you know the, the Tolkien Lord of the Rings uh, it permeates that that series, mm-hmm. and so uh, you can imagine it's a uh, semi church warden style pipe and uh, really high. Uh, high-grade stem on these pipes. They use ebonite for the stems and uh, put a lot of work into them. Uh, very good fit on uh, on everything. It's all real tightly made. And uh, and, and the bowls on the different uh, uh, pipes are uh, are super attractive, uh, most of which uh, people see in the in the Wizards. So, yeah, oh, absolutely. A, a, a great pipe. Very cool. Well, hey, check them out. Missouri Meerschaum, excellent quality pipes. If you have not done so already, get yourself one. We want to thank them for supporting this show as you guys are supporting them. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week this week. Again, this is part two. You know, last week we talked about the first half of these questions that were sent in from uh, Derek Brent. And again, yeah, that's right. these are really more geared towards the community, but I just thought they were, were worth kind of bringing up and, and looking at, at the show here. Uh, last week we talked about budgeting for, for pipe tobacco specifically. This week, part two of that, that series of questions, he asks, 
Uh, how much of your purchased tobacco is for cellaring and how much is for everyday smoking? Uh, are you a daily or occasional smoker? And how often and when do you smoke on any given day or week or month, I suppose? Thanks in <laughs> advance. I look forward to all the responses. All right. So yeah. uh, break that bat down. Uh, you know, we talked last week about how our purchasing habits are pretty different from kind of most Probably people. from most of the folks, yeah, in the pipe community. But yeah. uh, but of of the pipe tobacco that you do purchase, that is kind of, you can say is, you know, yours, you bring to the house. Yeah, sure. How much are you actually cellaring and how much are you actually smoking it as soon as you got it? Well, yeah. And and, and a lot of times what I'll do with cellar tobacco is I'll I'll go ahead and open it up. I, I like to put my cellar tobaccos in mason jars. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. kind of a thing I do. It helps me keep them organized better and also, uh, a lot of the, I call them coin style tins, the tins that are flat and uh, typically gold metal. Um, I will, um, I don't trust those tins uh, very often. I've seen those tins that have lost their vacuum seal years ago. And, and you know, you'll open it up, they'll be molded or, you know, completely dried out or, you know, uh, ruined in some in some way. So, uh, so I don't trust those tins. And, and typically, most of my tobaccos I'll take out of whatever tin it's in and put it in a jar. And because I do that, I, I will immediately smoke some of my tobacco. Uh, I, I will. So I, I buy, uh, you know, just kind of tins here and there, typically uh, typically a couple of months, you know, as far as a tin goes, put it back in the cellar and uh, just kind of see how it goes. And then, um, you know, if, if I'm, um, you know, having a thin month, I might not buy one at all. But, you know, typically it's probably a couple of months to, to put back. Yep. Okay, that, that's yeah. me personally. Yeah. I know there, there's a lot of folks, uh, you know, if there's a kind of tobacco they don't have that they uh, that you know that their seller is lacking in, they don't think twice about it. They immediately buy it. So um, almost that collector's mindset. Well, and yeah, that there's a thing too in which you know you can swap and trade and gift other people with these things as well. And so you know, there's a lot of folks that see it uh, kind of as an investment. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I've become more of a seller guy than I used to because I used to be like I get the tobacco because I'm that's what I want to smoke right now. Right. Um, I've I've completely changed like over the course of the last couple of years as, as I've gotten kind of deeper into the hobby and now. I'm big on, and I've got a, I mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but I feel like I've got a pretty impressive seller, mm. like not in terms of like quantity, <laughs> but in terms of quality, quality for sure. Like, yeah. and, and part of that is because, you know, we've, we've been very blessed. You guys are, are awesome and we've gotten some amazing gifts. And I think I can say yep. that from yep. friend to friend, right? That's okay. Something like that. Something like that. One way or the other, uh, y'all have been so, so gracious to actually be like, Bo needs to be more educated about tobacco here. Here, take it. Right. Please, know, like, please take and smoke. Exactly. And so, so y'all have been <laughs> wonderful. So now I've got a pretty impressive little seller. Yeah. Um, and that, that I actually had a, um, a, a good amount of uh, second breakfast that I cellared for a year. Man, I bet that is delicious. You want to talk about I haven't like, smoked a second breakfast that age. Oh my gosh, it was before. rich. Yeah. Like it was good. Awesome, man. man. I, that's I, great. I thought it was excellent. That, that, that's one of our tobaccos that I think makes the room smell extraordinary. Oh, it's it's yeah. so wonderful. I love it. Um, and it was one of these things where I kind of cellared it for a year by accident. Whoops. Like it was literally, <laughs> I think right after you came up out with it, I got a whole bunch of it and then I put it up and it kind of like fell back behind the cellar. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then yeah, I yeah. found it and I was like, what is this what I think it is? And, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so good. But yeah, so I'm, I'm big on cellaring. And in terms of, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, things like daily or occasional pipe smoker that mm-hmm. that uh, uh, Derek asks. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a daily smoker, except sometimes on the weekends uh, when I'm not at work and I get real busy or am out and about with family or running a lot of errands. Sometimes I won't smoke my pipe. Uh, but you know, typically, you know, working in a place like the Squire, 
Um, you know, I'm I'm a I'm an average, you know, once or twice a day kind of guy. Again, yeah. like, I, I used to have a higher uh, puffing. Uh, I, I used to smoke my pipe more, uh, right, but right. I, you know, as I've gotten busier and busier, um, it, it the pipe for me is such a relaxing thing mm-hmm. uh, that it's I, I almost feel like I kind of ruin the experience of a pipe when I smoke it when I'm in a hurry. Oh yeah, that's that's good. And and so I really uh, when I. When, when I smoke a pipe, I want to make sure I can sit down and enjoy it and, and really appreciate the flavors and, and get uh, it, the nuances of it. And, and I don't find that when I'm really busy. And, you know, as I bought the shop and things have kind of changed, I, you know, I find myself not smoking it quite as much. I used to probably smoke three or four bowls a day, but uh, now I'm probably during the week once or twice a day. That's good, man. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm very much an occasional smoker, uh, and it's it's probably I didn't really thought about it before, but it's for the exact same reason. I don't like to be rushed when I smoke my pipe. I associate it very much with rest. Yeah, I, you know, pipe smoking for me is is that thing, and that's why uh, so many po- so many folks come to our shop f- to to rest. You know, it's kind of their mm-hmm. their place of rest, and I'm you know constantly running around while I'm here, so sometimes it's uh you know harder for me to do that than others, but. Um, yeah. The other thing about it, and I mean, you know, there's going to be different schools of thought on this, but I mean, I got, I got small kids at home and I don't feel comfortable smoking around my, my small kids. It's not, you know, they know that daddy smokes a pipe. That's not, that's not the issue. I'm just not big about, uh, at their kind of early developmental age being here. Yeah. We're all going to have different schools of thought. I already know. No, we do. We do. I offended half our audience when I said that. Yeah. There's people that bring their infant daughters into the shop. There's people, you know, we've we've got a, (laughs) we've got a good friend who actually carved a little pipe for his, uh, his newborn. For his infant daughter. Not to smoke, obviously, but. But still, you know, I mean, so it's it's one of these things where it's we're just all going to have different schools of thought. That's right. But I am looking forward to them getting older, so I'll feel more comfortable about smoking at home because I, I well, they can do whatever the heck they want. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so great questions, man. Great pipe questions uh, sent in again from Derek Brent. Hey, if you haven't done so already, go over to the Facebook page and respond to those because, like I said, he put those out for the the whole community. I know we'd love to get some uh, some feedback overall. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions. Ow! These come in the second half of Pyloran's quick fire questions from thispipelife.com. Uh, all right. We got three of them. They're kind of interesting here. Yeah. You yeah. ready for this? Yep. Genghis Khan versus. I'm, all right. I, let me preface this. <laughs> I'm assuming he's saying who would win in a fight, not who do we like better. I, yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Can we can we go with that? We'll, we'll go with okay, that. Okay, so here's yeah, because all of these choices are uh, of the questions are th- these are not very good. No, nah, just the worst. Right. All right. So who would win in a fight? Genghis Khan versus Napoleon. All right. It, technology coming out of this and military strategy and force of personality being the main factor. Okay. So they're both. I mean, Genghis Khan didn't have like you know, uh, oh, yeah, art- yeah, yeah. artillery and stuff. Okay. Like it's like secret wars from the Marvel comics. They've been plucked out of time and space and put into a unique environment where they yeah. all are on equal playing fields with a unique technology. Yeah. 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 Itself. yeah. Uh, Genghis Khan. I, N- Napoleon was an incredible, you know, tactician and, uh, you know, of course a, a genius both in, in you know, uh, things of the military, but also, uh, in leading people, you know, he was just an extraordinary person as far as that goes, but, uh, and, and did conquer almost all of Europe. So, um, you know, I would have to go though with Genghis Khan. I'm going to bet on the short guy. Okay. Yeah. For, for that reason alone. Okay. Good. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Napoleon. Yep. I'll go with Napoleon. All right. Genghis Khan versus Hitler. Yeah, that's difficult. I, you know, Hitler, he again force of personality. So he had such a 
a way of kind of he was you know took advantage of a country during an extremely trying time for them and so people were really eager to hear stuff that would make them feel better and he was very charismatic so i, I don't know i I still have to go with Genghis Khan on that. Genghis Khan, I don't know if people, people have listened, listened or read about Genghis Khan. Uh, he, he was, he could burn some stuff up, man. I mean, like he, <laughs> he conquered, I mean, right. basically all of Asia. Like, I mean, and, and that's not a small continent. That's not that, that it's not. It's not. It uh, it, it's actually a very large one. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know, it, it, think of like Blitzkrieg, but instead of taking over like, you know, Normandy, they took over like, you know, the entire you know Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, and 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 Mongolia and so all the rest. So it was all of like it. you know, burn it down and build it back up type deal. Uh, yeah, mostly just burn it down. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. well, you've you've convinced me, Genghis Khan. Though. Yeah, yeah. And these are really this is more like whatever John David says, except for the Napoleon, because I've got a bet on the, <laughs> the short guy. Uh, and then finally, Genghis Khan versus Stalin. Oh, no question. Genghis Khan. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Stalin, uh, of course, was a pipe smoker. Uh, also. Uh, well, um, now, see, now I got to bet on the pipe smoker. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean. I was assuming Genghis Khan was a pipe smoker. Is he not? Uh, I, 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 I doubt it, but maybe. Google ho. Yeah. We're, we're about to find out. And a quick search of Google shows that uh, cigars, really? No. No, there's a Gurkha cigar company. Oh. Yeah. Well, that says Gurkha Genghis Khan cigars. Oh, I bet they, I bet Gurkha has a brand called Genghis Khan All right. or, or a line. Well, probably. see, now yeah. there's a line of cigars named after Genghis Khan, whereas Stalin, of course, was a pipe smoker. He, I was, gotta he give was a pipe guy. It, I gotta give it to Stalin. You, you're you gonna go with Stalin? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stalin, uh, Stalin was just a big schmuck that just had, uh, no, no, um, no value on any type of human life. So he was one of those guys that if he had more people than you, he could win. And and that's just because he would just throw them all at you almost like, uh, you know, meat that he didn't care about. So, you know, Genghis Khan, not that this guy had uh, any incredible, um, you know, idea of the value sanctity of human life. He, no love he, for his it, fellow man. And very much, uh, you know, similar attitudes probably to Stalin. But, um, you know, I think Genghis Khan did a lot more with a lot less. Yeah. So uh, again, Genghis Khan. I just remember that, uh, was For, yeah. the, the communist, uh, uh, sitcom on family guy. You remember that? I don't remember that. It's like, uh-huh. uh, quit Stalin. I, I forgot the joke. Quit <laughs> Stalin. I just remember they're <laughs> big on puns, which of course, so are we. So right. that's always, that's, yeah, that's always really bad. Fun. All right. There you go. Three out of three for me, Genghis Khan. All right, Genghis Khan all the way for you. I, yep. I bet on Genghis Khan uh, when, except for the short guy and the pipe smoker. Right. And I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. All right, there you go. Those are quick fire questions. Interesting. Very creative there, Those are very, very strange uh, quick fire questions. There you but, go. But yeah, that's Sh- good. Shows you where Pi Lauren's head is at, I suppose. He's, he wants to conquer the world. He might. He might. He needs to get on it, though, and quit Stalin. Quit Stalin! <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Great quick fire questions. Again, those came in uh, from Pi Lawrence over at thispipelife.com. Hey, are you on thispipelife.com? You need to be. You absolutely need to be. Uh, head over to thispipelife.com, an amazing online community with some great resources for you, some beautiful photos of, of things uh, like pipes, like tobacco, things that what really would qualify more than anything else is pipe culture, something that we are big on here. We are. At Country Squire Radio. So if you have not done so already, go check it out, thispipelife.com. Use the code CSR when you are registering, and that helps out the show. Check it out. Check it out. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. 
and listener feedback. Uh, listener feedback. Actually, this week we've got some uh, great listener feedback. You know, we, we talked last week um, about samples. We actually brought it up the week prior to that. And, That's right. And uh, you guys, y'all have been rolling in with some great suggestions on how samples should be renamed. Now, we're not saying just call it a different thing. Right. It is a different thing. It, it, it's a different thing. There's a transaction involved. That's right. And so, you know, it's but a similar you, amount. It serves a similar pur- pur- purpose. Similar purpose, but, you know, that because of uh, regulations now uh, by our friends at the FDA, we uh, can't just, you know, when someone walks in and wants to try a, a, a bowl of something, uh, you know, the, we can't just give them a free sample anymore. They, they have to, uh, th- there are no more free samples. And so uh, what do we call it? When someone comes in and wants to try something for a price, which, you know, could be a nickel or a penny or a donation to, you know, some something or other. Uh, So we've got to figure out kind of kind of what to call it. When someone walks in, they want to try tobacco um, and it's not a sample anymore. What do we what do we call that? All right. So here's what we got. Uh, Lewis, uh, Lewis M. writes in. He says uh, tobacco tippets. 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 Okay. Yeah. A uh, penny pinch was suggested by Jonathan M. I like. I like a penny pinch. Yeah. yeah it's kind of old fashioned. I, I, I do like that. There's a I, something with an old fashioned sounding. Does that, it makes sense? Yeah. Taste test tobacco tapas trial tokes. Um, these are all coming in from Kirk G. Uh, taste test might be too similar to sample. It it, it could be. Yeah, but tobacco you might, tapas. I'm, I'm digging that. No, ta- tapas. That that that's good. That, could that could thing, you, you bring think it out on small, a gluten-free wrap and everything? Small play. Yeah, no, right? That would be, be amazing. <laughs> Tobacco tapas. That, that's a creative one. Joe W. says a two-cent teaser. Two-cent teaser? That's good. Uh, then uh, Mark VV, he says uh, tobacotizers. Tobacotizers. Tobac- yeah. Tobac- like appetizers. Yeah, well, like if you go to Chili's or something, they have the appetizers or whatever they have. Yeah, tapas yeah. sounds a little classy. <laughs> uh, tobacco. Like <laughs> that is good. Uh, Steve B says tobacco taint because it taint free and it taint a sample used I, in a sentence. This is his sentence used in a sentence. I went to the pipe show last weekend and scored a bunch of taint <laughs> because taint <laughs> is also the plural of taints. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. Steve, well done, sir. Yeah. That's great. Fantastic. Uh, you, you mentioned we got some on Twitter as well. Yeah, our friend at Varge uh, says a few replacements for sample might be dram, saver, plunder, or my favorite, slap. Uh, he says, <laughs> slap me with the good stuff and h- hug your mama. <laughs> so uh, that that's one uh, that's one option. We've got uh, at Portland Paul uh, says a pirate's pinch, a Samaritan's kindness, or a pipe snack. Ooh. I like pipe snack. That's good. All that, that's that's good. Very uh, good stuff. Yeah. Again, Pappy Badger uh, uh, says a two bit hit. Uh, two bit hit, which I think is kind of two bits, of course, uh, which is twenty five cents uh, according to him. Oh, okay, uh, right, and it's a two bit hit. I I, I kind of like that. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Great stuff. Like, y'all are so creative. I know y'all keep rolling these in because they all sound great. Um, how are we going to decide which one? I like, I kind of like two bit hit. That, that's good for me. Yeah, but there was the one that I really dug that, um, hang on, what was it? Tobacco Tapas was funny. No, I it feel is. like, I feel like Tobacco Tapas should be somewhere between whatever, you know, the, the sampling is and, yeah. and, and then just actually like a, a full on purchase. Yeah. Like Tobacco Tapas. I got, there's just something there. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, but there's something there. Um, so yeah, so great, great suggestions overall. Love it. Love it so much. Hey, I, I want to men- make mention of one other 
uh, thing. It's not necessarily feedback other than I, uh, I discovered his channel while looking for feedback. Uh, Morton Sindevi, whose name we always butcher. Right. And I just did. Yeah, that's just... We, we, it's just a thing at this point. Right. It's just part of the show. Uh, he actually has a YouTube channel. Um, and oh, I, is that right? Yeah, you know, I'm, I occasionally, probably about once a quarter, honestly, I'm, I'm bad about this. I try to do kind of a general Google search and look on various kind of networks to figure out, okay, who's talking about us this week? That sort of thing. Yeah, sure. And, um, you know, I'm not as meticulous as it as I should be. So a lot of the times you guys, y'all need to let me know if y'all do that and then we'll be able to promote you guys out. Yep. But I did see that, uh, yeah, he's got a YouTube channel. Uh, you can actually find it. Let me pull it up right here. Gave us a great shout out. Um, rocking an amazing beard when he at the time that he recorded the video. Oh, absolutely! Uh, but it's Mox Puffs, M O X P U F F S. Awesome, yeah. Uh, Mox on, Puffs uh, on on YouTube. So y'all y'all check out his channel. Let him know you heard about it on Country Square Radio. I, I know that a couple of you guys uh, from time to time will uh, uh, you know make a comment. Those of you in the YouTube pipe community were were really grateful for for you guys y'all support. Uh, you know we've we've always said before you know we do we do broadcast live via YouTube, but we we've always considered ourselves a, a podcast first. That's right. But but at the same time, you know I, I do want to to represent a little bit in the YouTube pipe community. I'm I'm trying to figure out what that looks like. Yeah. Um, because we want to be supportive of the YouTube pipe community, uh, and, and in whatever way that we can. So, uh, very cool stuff. Check out his channel. Um, also want to probably make mention of this as well. Sometime in September, YouTube is making some changes to their Google Hangout. Okay. Uh, so that, you know, we do the live show. We do it through Google Hangout. We, if you tune in at countrysquireradio.com, that's where you can actually tune into the live show. We encourage you to do so. The thing is, they're they're changing it up. I forget like the terminology that they're using. I don't know if it's just a brand change or if it's like a total redoing of it. Uh, but one way or the other, what I can assure you is, yeah. you'll be able to tune into the show in whatever capacity at countrysquireradio.com. Uh, and so, if if that ends up changing some things to our YouTube channel, we'll let you know once they inform us a little bit more about it. But uh, I've I've noticed like the notification, you know, when they're about to change software, or whatever they tell you, like yeah, things are yeah. about to change, so you should know about it. Uh, and basically all they've said is things are about to change. <laughs> now, you know, <laughs> we'll see where it goes. <laughs> right. We'll see where it goes. So one way or the other, that might be changed a little bit, but, um, but I, I would suspect we'll, we'll still kind of have the YouTube channel as, as a piece of it. I, I mean, I would imagine it syncs up. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we are, uh, you know, if it ain't the FDA, it's Google. I know, right? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> but yeah, look, y'all, y'all check out the show. We will be back next week. You can tune into the live show Monday night. We hope you join us there. CountrySquireRadio.com. That's 630 Central, 430 Pacific, 730 Eastern. So much easier when it's directly in the show notes. It is. <laughs> Amazing how that works. Um, we also want you to do a lot of things. Keep up with us during the week. At Squire Radio is where you can follow us on Twitter. You can also follow me personally. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire all that information and more can be found at country squire radio.com well man having max on the show is something we've wanted for a long time dude so. it, it was it was great it's always good to reconnect with max and of course uh first time he's been able to uh come do an event at the country squire and hang out for a good bit uh uh here we're gl- great to have him on the um on the mic and uh hope to see him again soon but yeah this was a lot of fun absolutely well, hey let's go have a night see you brother listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.